Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behaviour, sleep and more. Breastfeeding looks very natural. If you're scrolling through images online, you could be mistaken for thinking that it's the easiest thing to do in the world. And for some, it might be. But for many of us, and I would hazard to say most of us, breastfeeding is a skill we and our babies need to learn. And sometimes it really friggin' hurts. Jo Ryan is a sleep consultant with Baby Bliss, and she's been helping mums with their babies for over 20 years. Hi, Jo. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Why does breastfeeding hurt sometimes? So breastfeeding is, you know, it's a learned thing. It's not... For some people, it does happen pretty quickly, but that is actually, you know, a very small percentage of women. Mothers and babies have to learn how to breastfeed, you know, so they need to find that rhythm. And sometimes that takes a little bit of time. So the hurting can be the result of, uh, you know, a number of things, things like um, you just have sensitive nipples, you know, and you've got this baby on them all the time, you know, so that. It, your skin just gets a bit um, sore and, and that that's a pretty normal thing when you're first starting breastfeeding. Um, it can also hurt if you're not actually in the right position. Um, you know, if the baby's not positioned properly on the nipple, sometimes they can push the nipple up against the roof of their mouth or they can, you know, um, suck on it in a way that's uncomfortable. Um, so there's a new, numerous things that might be going on why, you know, you're, you're breastfeeding, the breastfeeding is hurting. And I remember, um, I'm pretty sure it was my husband um, was saying at one point, um, the, our daughter must have got his finger in her mouth and started sucking it. And he was like, oh, so that's why it hurts because yeah. their <laughs> suck is so powerful. Really strong, really strong. And, you know, they suck your nipple all the way back to the back of their palate, you know, so (laughs) it does go, it does stretch out. So, you know, um, for some women, that takes a little bit of time. The nipples have to toughen up a little bit, you know, so it can take a bit of time to settle into it where it becomes a little bit easier and a little less uncomfortable. So what's your take? I know in the uh, olden days that Mm -hmm. they used to tell women to actually roughen up their nipples before their baby came, like to, oh, I think someone even said that something to do with steel wool that just makes me, my skin crawl. Um, But is there any way of preparing that most sensitive part of our bodies for what's to come? Uh, Not really. I mean, I think, yeah, I think that's a bit of an old wise. I'm glad that was your answer, by the way, Joe. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, in fact, roughing them up before the baby comes can actually damage them. So it, it, it might make it worse. You know, you might have a little crack or something. So, you know, it just you just have to kind of get through it. And hopefully it doesn't take too long. I mean, if, if breastfeeding is painful and it's going on and on and on, then something might be wrong. You know, the attachment might be wrong. Um, the, the way the baby's sucking might be, um, you know, they may have a tongue tie or there might be something else going on. Um, so it really shouldn't hurt. It shouldn't. That said, you know, I, I do I do know of some women who it just hurts all the time and everything's right, you know, but that, mm. that's pretty rare. That's you pretty know, it's, rare. it's 
I really love that you say that, not for the women that that has happened to, but I just remember with both of my babies, it hurt for probably three months every mm. time I attached them, not the entire feed, but definitely each time I attached them. And I would find myself in the middle of the night um, de-latching them, you know, sticking my finger in the corner of their mouth, taking them off my boob, putting them back on again. And actually the process of trying to get the what I thought I was doing wrong right was just mm. as probably mm. even more stressful than the pain itself. I mean, I was determined to get through it, and I knew yeah. with my second baby eventually it wouldn't hurt anymore. But it literally hurt for three months, and everyone kept saying, yeah. oh, you must be doing something wrong. <laughs> and I was like, really? I know it's hard, but it really shouldn't be this no. hard. No, and I think that that's true. I think for some women, whatever it might be, it might be the baby's stuck is particularly strong, that your skin around that area is particularly sensitive, you know, and I think that's true. And I think sometimes, um, you know, we're led to believe that we're doing something wrong because of the pain. And as you say, you're checking, everything's fine, you know, and you might even get a professional to have a look, like a maternal and child health nurse, and they're saying, no, everything's fine. So I think that does happen. So, you know, if it is painful and is going on, obviously you want to check that everything's okay, but, you know, sometimes that is just the way it is, as you say. Mm. And um, one of the delightful outcomes of my second um, baby and it hurting was that I ended up with cracked nipples. And I never had that with my first child. Um, mm. What are the things you can do if that happens to help them heal and to stop it hurting so much? Yeah, cracked nipples are not pleasant. Um, you know, the things you can do is to, um, you know, obviously try to make sure that, you know, the baby is positioned correctly. And, and if you're finding that, you know, it's always a bit of a battle getting the baby on or, you know, that, that often babies will prefer a certain way too. So mm. sometimes it's good to let them lead a little bit too, just to find out, you know, rather than battling every time. So that can be um, a good thing. Obviously, you know, rubbing some breast milk on your cracks because that's got beautiful healing qualities. Um, uh, you know, letting them air. So, um, you know, it's really great, but, you know, walking around <laughs> the house. Try not to open the door without your bra on. But, you know, it has happened, I'm sure, many, many times. Um, but letting them air after the feed, you know, so that, uh, you know, don't wear bras that are restrictive or uncomfortable. Um, things like there are creams and things you can use. Uh, lanolin is a really good soothing, um, soothing cream to put on. Um, you know, so there are things you can do. Just uh, obviously try to feed the baby on the, the non-cracked side first so that, um, you know, when their suck is the strongest, that they're on the side that's not so damaged. And um, can, it, can it actually harm them if you're bleeding? Like, I know that sounds gross, but um, if you know that your nipple is bleeding because they're cracked and then the baby's, you're feeling like, well, I have to feed my baby, is the blood a harmful thing for the baby to ingest? No, it's not harmful at all. It is a little bit scary to see or, you know, if your baby's vomiting up a bit of blood or, you know, but um, it is not harmful and it's quite safe for your baby to keep breastfeeding during that time. So don't don't freak out. And can that. I just say, if you are a mother who's experiencing that, my heart is yeah. with you because that yeah. is awful. Yeah, it's a horrible it's time. So I remember my sister 
she made me remember when I was, she was feeding and she had terribly cracked nipples and she would ask me to stand on her feet oh. while she put the baby on because it was so painful that a different kind of, you know, a more oh painful thing was God. distracting. You I know, totally um, get that. Yeah. And then, you know, but it did settle down. It's a horrible, horrible thing to go through. And you can... You know, you can um, stop, you can take, uh, you know, the baby off and stop feeding for a couple of days, you know, if it's really, really uncomfortable. Um, but, you know, obviously, in order to stop your milk from sort of uh, dropping, your supply dropping, you'll need to express, you know, mm, during that time. Which is a whole yeah. other... <laughs> yeah, which is uncomfortable as well if you've got a, you know, a yeah. cracked nipple. So often not using a pump is probably a good way hand expressing if you can do that. Oh my God, my memory of that time is just making me want to hold my boobs. I'm so sorry I'm you went through here that. My boobs. I know. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh because honestly, there will be women going through this and it is very challenging. Um, I will say that having pushed through that and then I managed to feed them um, up till around 10 months for one and a year for the other. And after that initial phase, I love breastfeeding. That first part, mm, not so much, but it, it, it got better. What? Yeah it, mm. yeah. yeah, it does. But I was just going to say, look, for some women, breastfeeding is just not going to work, you know, and I think that, um, you know, it, it, it's very rare for women to say these days, I don't want to breastfeed. Most women want to try, you know, and for mm. some women it just doesn't work and that's okay. You know, that's okay. I think there's a whole lot of, you know, guilt and stuff associated with not being able to breastfeed but it just you know and it's often not not anyone's fault it's just the way it is your body's yeah and you're probably at that point as well if you're trying to breastfeed and it's not working you you're in a really vulnerable place too right like you've got a new baby you're sleep deprived and if it's going to make your mental health worse to keep trying to breastfeed when it's not working out the best thing surely for the mother to look after herself so that she can be there for her baby and not, you know, sobbing every time she puts them on the boob. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I always say to mothers when they're really struggling, what do you want to do? You know, what what is your gut feeling about this? And, you know, they'll often between sobs say, I don't want to do it. You know, I'm like, mm. okay, let's not do it. You don't have to do it. You know, it's okay. Your baby is not going to, you know, it, it's everything's going to be fine. Your baby needs to be fed. You know, yes. that's the bottom line. And yep. formula is not poison, no. you know. So, you know, it, it is a good alternative. So, you know, I think we need to sort of um, stop sort of, you know, that whole, I mean, that's probably unavoidable, but, you know, try to say, look, this, I'm doing the best thing for everybody if I can feel happier about feeding my baby. Yeah, and do it mm. what, work, what works for you. So if um, a mum does want to keep breastfeeding and they're struggling and yeah. they, they after this conversation they think, well, maybe I need more help, more support, whereabouts can they go to find that information? Sure. Well, I mean, obviously the first sort of protocol would be your maternal and child health nurse. Um, they're often uh, really good uh, sources of information and they can just check that everything is okay in terms of latching and uh, that sort of thing. But it, it, but for a more sort of personalised and a more sort of in-depth, because often those maternal and child health nurses are pushed for time and, you know, they can't spend a lot of time, that if you can manage to get yourself a lactation consultant, 
there's a lot um, of very um, skilled and experienced women uh, out there who can come to your home um, to uh, to just spend some time and check that everything is okay. Um, so they're, they're the things that I would um, sort of look at doing. But obviously maternal and child health nurse, if you can try to book in some time where they can... Um, you know, have some one-on-one and, and see a feed is a really good thing to do. Oh, brilliant. Well, Jay, thank you so much for your help today. That's okay. That's Joe Ryan from Baby Bliss. And if you'd like more information about Joe and the work she does, there'll be links in the notes to this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.